Welcome to the Mark Narrations podcast, where we cover a whole wide range of Reddit-based stories. If you're new here, please consider subscribing to this podcast. And with that being said, let's get straight into today's episode. Much love, guys. What is up, guys? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're covering some more r slash am I the butthole. If you want to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description below and along the timeline. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it really helps out our channel. And we had two awesome new members yesterday over on Patreon. We had Tanith McGlothlin. I hope I pronounced your name right. I'm so sorry if I didn't. And also we had Gillian Watson. Thank you so, so much for your support and for everyone who takes the time out of your day to watch these videos. The support over the last couple of days has been absolutely amazing. I'm not sure what's going on right now, but Discord has absolutely blown up with people joining and things like that. The same with my Twitter and just in the comments in general. So thank you so, so much. And with that being said, let's get in to today's stories. Much love guys. This first story comes from Dictionary Candy. Am I the arse for not giving my friend's dog back unless she pays me for it? Characters, me, me, my friend, Camus' owner, Cindy, the dog, Camus. Background, a year ago, my 30 female friend, 30 female, was going to Europe for a couple of weeks for a vacation. She asked me to dog sit her dog, Camus, who I adored, so I said I would do it for free. However, at the end of the two weeks, she called me to tell me she was staying in Europe. She had met someone there and she wouldn't answer any of my questions about when she would be back. I texted her with questions about what to do with Camus because the food she gave me was almost out. I didn't get any reply. The story, last week Cindy came back and said she wanted Camus back. Apparently her boyfriend broke up with her because she cheated, so I didn't have much sympathy. I told her no, the deal was for a couple of weeks, it's been a year and I feel like Camus my dog now. We've bonded a lot and she left for a year with no explanation and I had gotten attached to her. She threatened to sue me, which she can because Camus is legally hers. I told her she could have Camus back if she paid me for her. I calculated the cost for keeping her for a year, minus the two weeks at the beginning when I said I would do it for free. The cost of food, grooming and vet's bills came to about $2,500, but I've also been taking care of her. I charged her for the pet sitter rates I've seen, but on the lower end and it came to $10,000. I told her that she could have Camus if she gave me the $10,000. I'm not even adding the other $2,500 and now she's calling me an asshole. Her lawyer said they'd seen me in court and I've hired a lawyer who said I'm in the clear. But now I'm wondering if I'm being an asshole. Camus is Cindy's dog after all and in the beginning I did say I would pet it for free. Reddit, am I the asshole? Edit, thanks for all the advice. I didn't know that there were laws about this. I assumed Cindy would still be the legal owner as she never signed over the papers. A couple of people were asked for dog tax and here we go. Let's take a look. Oh my word. What a little fluff ball. I love it. <laughs> Gotta love dog pictures, man. And we do have a cheeky update on this post as well, but let's read some of the comments so we can get some initial judgment. One Snuck Day says, not the arsehole, that's not pet sitting. She abandoned her dog and you became its caretaker. Best of luck in court. Acing Spade says, not the arsehole, I'm no lawyer, but regular people logic says she abandoned it and you, having paid for all of its needs, have become the rightful owner. Mikey Weasel says, not the arsehole, but glad you have a lawyer because I got no idea what your legal standing is here. Stock State says, and quotes, she threatened to sue me, which she can because Camu is still legally hers and then says, technically, if the original agreement was for two weeks and she ignored your entreaties for a year, then no, Camus is abandoned property. 
Dogs aren't children, even though it often feels that way. They are legally considered chattel, and the same law applies to them as a horse or pig. She surrendered ownership when she failed to respond to your outreach, especially for a year. I tried to work this one out equitably. If the issue is the money, return Camus, then exercise your right to sue and expect a win for recompensation for the cost of caring for Camus. If you are truly bonded with Camus and the money isn't the issue, then let the court decide, but don't blackmail her, it will distract the ultimate verdict. Opie replies to this saying, good to know, thank you, I will look into laws regarding this for my state. Now, there is an update on this post, but I think we should judge this from this point of view maybe, before we go to the update, I'm not sure. Let's go to the update anyway, and see what we can find. The update. Cindy's cousin is a lawyer. He told her it would take several months until the case would be seen, and she responded, that was way too long, and I could just keep the damn dog. I believe her change of heart was somewhat motivated by the fact that she's met a new boyfriend and doesn't really have the time to take care of Camu anymore, but Camu was staying with me, which is all I wanted. Thank you guys so much for helping me realise that Cindy abandoned Camu and to not feel bad about keeping her. Damn man, that girl is something else. Every time she seems to find a bloke, she just abandons her dog. Luckily you just didn't give that dog back straight away because who knows where Camu would be right now because she met this man, would she have just ditched the dog on someone else and that's it? Ah, oh, poor dog man, but thank God she's got a great owner now who's actually looking after her. Now, what do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story one. And our next story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for deliberately making my autistic brother have a meltdown and letting my mother deal with him for hours? Edit, I can't change the title. To clarify, I didn't cause the meltdown, but I didn't help and I definitely made it worse. My 17 female elder brother, 21 male, is autistic. He also has OCD. My mum obviously spent more time on him and gave him a lot more leeway, which I don't get, and I completely understand that. I know he can't help it, but he doesn't have any empathy. I get that it's hard for him to control himself and he has a lot of meltdowns, but however, he never shows any remorse or want to change. He expects everyone to accommodate him. He feels entitled to our time and attention. That makes it hard for me to love slash care about him. One thing he absolutely hates is when someone walks away from him while he is talking. The quarantine has been very difficult for everyone. My brother likes routine and obviously a lot of that routine has had to change. I have to be inside the house all the time and it's not making the house any peaceful. Last week was a bad week, it was one tantrum after the other. He was screaming so loudly that I wasn't able to attend most of my online classes for the entire week. The most ridiculous thing happened over dinner one day. I like spicy food, he doesn't, so my mum cooks food without much spices and I just add them later on. He was throwing a tantrum when I went to add some chilli flakes to my dish. My mum told me to eat the dish as it is. While I was closing the shaker, I sneezed twice. He had the worst meltdown I have ever seen. He demanded I sneeze again to make it right. He has OCD regarding numbers 1, 3, 5, 10. I'm pretty sure my face looked as comically incredulous as I felt. It's not like I can make myself sneeze on purpose. I could have just fake sneezed and maybe this would have been over, but this was so ridiculous that I couldn't do anything but scoff. Naturally, that made things worse. His meltdown got worse and he opened up the pepper shaker and threw the contents at me. Now my eyes are burning and I start to sneeze uncontrollably. My mum is trying her best to calm him down. Now he's demanding that I stop sneezing. I am more than pissed off now and I walk to my room, slam the door and bolted it. I will admit it, partially I did it because I wanted to wash my face. 
Mostly I did it because he hates it. He starts banging on my door and my mum has just asked me to open the door and talk to him. I refused to. I could hear him outside my door for at least four hours. After that, along with my mum trying to calm him slash begging me to open the door. I could have helped out my mum, but I've had enough and I don't feel sorry for her either. In fact, I felt a tiny bit satisfied. Next day, my mum asked me to talk slash apologise to him and when I didn't, she punished me by taking away my games and removed the lock from my door. I told her I will lock myself in the bathroom next time and told her that she slash my brother are never going to see me around the second I turn 18. Am I the arsehole for purposely making my brother's meltdown worse? Am I the arsehole for not being the least bit sympathetic towards him or my mother? Now, I'm going to be the first to admit I'm not massively clued up on autism i mean these stories have given me sort of food for thought when i read them that we get a lot of people with autism in the comments and things like that as well so it's always very interesting and i did start listening to an ebook that was sort of educating me on a bit about it so i know small things but i'm not gonna say that i know everything and understand what this guy is going through because obviously he's going through a lot but what i don't understand is when I know it's difficult, but parents like prioritize the special needs over the other child and it, it creates resentment for the other child. You know, it creates resentment within the family because obviously they're being left out of things and being punished for what the autistic child is doing. And in this story, the autistic child is being allowed like basically to control the other person. Like they can't put spices on their food. They're telling them to sneeze. They're banging on the door to not let them have their own privacy after and the mother is backing this up, which is just not fair. So I can say you're not the arsehole in this situation. I mean, some of the things you did in this story were pretty childish, you know, you didn't have to do them. You could have opened the door to calm the situation down. But at the same time, I can't blame you as well. And it's a, it's a real shame it's got to this point that you just wanna get out of the house and you wanna sort of leave your family because of it. It's a shame that there's no talking point to, to resolve this situation. Pretty sad, actually. But let's go to the comments below to see what we can find. This is the Queen says, not the arsehole. He made choices. You can't control your bodily functions. And if slamming the door sets him off, stiff shit. <laughs> Never heard stiff shit before. Throwing pepper in my face would set me off. And your mother removing your lock and allowing a violent family member access to you. Nah, get the fuck out of there. ASAP. Mekta Satak says, not the arsehole. Everyone has their breaking point and you reached yours. Just because he has a development disability, he doesn't get a pass to be an arsehole and constantly coddled. And Tizatshi says, not the arsehole. My eldest is on the spectrum and when a meltdown starts, if possible, I ask the other kids to clear the room or remove my autistic child. When my child is getting large enough that I'm nearly incapable of physically controlling them, I do have some hard limits and throwing things is absolutely a limit. Not that they always listen. After a meltdown, like with any child, my autistic child has consequences for their actions. Granted, they do get leeway. Tossing pepper at you should have been a hard no, and walking away makes perfect sense. I sympathise with your mother because I know how hard it can be, but that isn't an excuse to allow you to be treated poorly. Please try talking to your mum and explaining how you feel. You need to feel loved, protected and important too. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story two. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for ignoring the diet my ex-wife put my daughter on? Trying to give a clear as picture as possible for fair judgment. My wife and I split a little over five years ago. My daughter is 12, I work long hours, so she lives with her mum during the week, but she's with me every other Friday to Monday. My daughter has always been a little chubby. I'm chubby. 
Everyone in my family is chubby, but we don't have any major health problems. Now that my daughter is 12, my ex-wife has become concerned about her weight. She says that the doctor told her it would be wise to watch what she eats. She is 4'11 and she weighs around 120 pounds. I think she will grow and stretch out, both her mother and I at all. I don't think there is anything to worry about. She may just be a bigger woman like many women in my family. Everyone on my ex-wife's side is pretty thin, so I think she is worried for no reason. She's put our daughter on a diet that I think is pretty harsh. Daughter says she only gets protein, veggies, and maybe some rice or potatoes. She doesn't think that food is fun anymore and misses having things like mac and cheese and hamburgers. She rarely gets ice cream or anything. I think this is pretty unfair. She is a kid after all. I told her that while she's at my house, she can eat what she wants. We tend to order or do fun homemade meals. This has been going on since March or so. It was between myself and my daughter. My wife contacted me about my daughter not losing as much weight as she should. It seemed like she was accusing me. I was honest with her and she blew up. She started saying that I don't care about my daughter, talking about future maladies that she could have and other things. I told her I thought she was overreacting and that I'm allowed to feed my daughter the way I want in my house. She had her mother, who is a former doctor, try to contact me and lecture me about how to parent my daughter. We ended up getting into an argument as well. I got my mother involved, also she agrees with me that my wife is putting unnecessary stress on a 12 year old. This has led to a ton of fighting and arguing and it has me questioning my actions. In my mind, I was trying to make my daughter happy, but my ex thinks I'm trying to undermine her. I feel as if my ex-wife is too strict and was unfair trying to drag her mother into our parenting decisions. Am I the arsehole here? ETA, I do want my daughter to eat healthy and for the most part she does. I just think that she should be able to indulge also. You know, in this one, the thing that initially jumped out to me, we got to the paragraph where it said, daughter says she only eats protein, veggies, and maybe some rice or potatoes, and she doesn't think food is fun anymore. So you can see the relationship she has with her food already, that she thinks vegetables and things are boring type foods, when they don't have to be, you know. And it's also created this, like, looks like a dynamic within your household that the ex-wife is some sort of, like, um, like the bad guy who wants to give her vegetables and all the healthy crap, whereas you're the fun guy who's having all these family meals and feeding her mac and cheese and hamburgers and takeaways or whatever, whatever fun food as you call it. And I'm glad you said you're questioning your actions towards the end, because... You know, if a doctor's saying they need to watch her weight, then something needs to be done. And it's not like forcing her, it's just encouraging her to eat more healthy. And I don't see nothing wrong with that. I was really curious about this one and I was reading through OP's comments and stuff. And apparently the diet is, is like there to help a separate medical condition, which isn't even included in this post. <laughs> the hell, man. So I've got to say you're the asshole because of that, but hopefully, you can work things out with your ex-wife to do something that's beneficial for everyone, mainly your daughter. Let's take a look at the comments below to see what we can find. Jabba in Blue Jean says, By feeding your daughter only junk food when she's with you, you're completely undermining your ex. You're making yourself the fun parent and making your ex the strict parent. By forcing your daughter to eat a strictly regimented diet, your ex is making your daughter miserable. She's teaching her that being thin is the most important thing, even trumping happiness. By involving both of your parents, you're both making the issue about everyone else instead of about your daughter. This is how disordered eating starts. You, your wife, and your daughter need to discuss her diet altogether and come to an agreement that keeps your daughter's well-being in the forefront. That means a balanced diet, junk food in moderation, and regular physical activity. Everyone sucks here except the daughter. And then this was crossed out for an edit coming right now. 
So it turns out the daughter's regimented diet is to help treat a separated medical condition, which OP did not include in the original post. So not only is he undermining his ex, he's potentially jeopardizing his daughter's health and has completely misled everyone reading here. Because of that, I've changed my judgment to, you're the asshole. Miley30 says, you're the asshole in so many ways. Of course, it's great to be the fun parent, the parent who gets to let the kid eat whatever they want and let the other parent be the one that has to encourage the kid to eat vegetables when they're full of candy, mac and cheese and junk you just fed her. That's selfish and being a bad parent. But you're also ignoring medical advice. Your daughter's pediatrician has said that your daughter is too heavy and needs to change her diet. You want to ignore that for the advice of a person who's raised an entire family of overweight people. Your laziness and the desire to be the fun parent is going to cost your daughter her health and set her up for bad habits for life. You're the asshole. Now, I'm going to turn it to you guys. Let me know what you think of this story in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story 3. And our next story is from Rough Duff King. Am I the arse for locking my mother in the bathroom? So I, 18 female, have an older sister, 25 female, and two parents. My sister moved out from my house about a year ago, and has been in a living relationship with her girlfriend for three years. Now both my parents are very health conscious, and hence my sister and I have always led an extremely active lifestyle. We both were toned and fit, and all of our relatives and friends praised us for it. This very thing made my mother very happy. Needless to say, my mother is extremely fat phobic. She's the kind that thinks that everybody who is fat is lazy. She doesn't outright fat shame anybody, but raised my sister and I by telling us we're never to become fat, otherwise it would be impossible to become thin again. Anyways, since my sister moved out, she gained a ton of weight. My mum has started freaking out months ago about this. She would constantly call my sister to tell her to lose weight, and anytime my mother brought it up, my sister would simply cut the call. Yesterday, my sister's girlfriend's family was coming over and we're gonna have lunch together. My sister texted me beforehand and told me to make sure mum didn't bring up her weight with everyone around. I made my mother promise me she would not bring up my sister's weight. When everybody came over and settled down, we were having a good time. Lunch was good, although my mum kept nastily viewing my sister as she took seconds. After lunch, my mum came over to me and told me she had decided to publicly humiliate my sister about her weight. I was like, what the fuck? She said that if she publicly embarrassed her, my sister would lose weight out of spite. After that, I kept trying to pull my sister away from my mother. I could see she wanted us all to be together, but I simply couldn't let that happen. At one point, my mum came over to me and told me to quit it and let her do her job as a mum. She told me she was gonna take a quick piss and then embarrass my sister. I quietly followed my mother to her bedroom. Once she went inside, I locked her in the bathroom and ran out towards the living room. My sister and her girlfriend's family were almost leaving. We hugged and everything. My sister asked where mum was and I told her she had to go and take a nap because she wasn't feeling well. Once they left, I went and unlocked the door and my mother went crazy, yelling at me and at one point throwing the TV remote in my direction. I don't know if what I did was the right thing. Am I the arsehole? Edit, so I was able to lock her from the outside because a lot of the doors in our house have a bolt from the outside. It's weird, but it's a very old house. And I did tell my sister what I did and my sister thanked me for it. She blocked my mum's cell. My mum is not speaking to me and has been calling my sister's girlfriend just so my sister will talk to her. My father agrees what my mum was planning to do was terrible and he thinks I should have not locked her in. Edit 2, so I think my mother is textbook abusive because she isn't letting me eat food. We aren't allowed to order food to the house either. Everything is made at home. I have no option but to sneak into the kitchen when she isn't around and try and find any food that isn't locked up because I'm actually really hungry. 
Might call my sister and ask her to send me food, lol. Thank you for your kind replies. Edit three. Hello, last edit, I hope. I talked to my sister and she's making arrangements for me to live with her. I've collected all my cash and some identification. My mum doesn't know about this. If everything goes well, I'll post an update in another post. I feel like you are all my protective older siblings. Thank you so much for their overwhelming kindness. It made me cry happy tears. You know, the last the last post was about food related sort of like problems and stuff. And we got another one right here. And this is more like an abusive relationship using food to control people and things like that. Wow. I'm always never sure on how to comment on these ones really, apart from I can just see abuse in this relationship and to get out of there would probably be the best option at the moment. But I wanna look at the comments below. I'm so, I just, I always wanna look at the comments below to see there's always great advice down there and always happy to be educated. So let's have a look down there to see what we can find. Shizzle Moo says, not the arsehole, your sister is lucky to have you. I honestly would let your sister know though, just in case she tries this again. Your mother sounds incredibly vain. Edited to add, I'd be tempted to add some weight gain powder to your mother's meals for a few weeks. <laughs> Lazarus Cheetah says, not the arsehole. You protected your sister from being ambushed with emotional abuse from your mum. Way to take one for the team. Big Night Audit says, not the arsehole. Please let your sister know what your mum planned on doing so she knows to keep away from her. Dr. Frankenfurter's cat says, not the arsehole, you spared your sister from what likely would have been a traumatizing moment for her. However, your mum is absolutely the arsehole and she needs to learn to not be such a bitch to both of you, especially your sister right now. She shouldn't be surprised if your sister just cuts her off entirely one day. Fractal Dawn says, not the arsehole, holy shit. Came in here already to go, what the fuck, who does that and what is wrong with you? Now, info, what is wrong with your mother? Deliberately humiliating their child is never a parent's job. I just, I don't even, you're a hero. She also should not be yelling and throwing things at you. That's abusive. Please get out as soon as you can. And OP replies to this saying, she does throw things around quite a lot. I'm sure she has control issues. I'm so lucky that I didn't develop body dysmorphia because of the way she's raised me. I mean, I'm happy that I have a very fit body and to try to stop her from nagging me, I have no choice but to stay fit until I leave. Wow. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story four. Once again, guys, I always appreciate you being here. Thank you for the support, for the memberships, all the people who's come into Discord recently. It's been absolutely amazing. Thank you so, so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.